Welcome. This is jazz, just the way we like it. My name is Alfonso Severos, <coughs> and this is my weekly jazz podcast recorded live at Brick Arts in downtown Brooklyn, the People's Republic of Brooklyn. We play those classic jazz songs <coughs> of the 1950s, the 1960s, and the 1970s. <coughs> those songs I listened to as a young man. And here I am now playing them for your pleasure. And also to introduce a younger generation to that fabulous art form known as jazz. We discuss politics and social issues. I'm in the studio, as always, with my good friend, longtime friend, 60-plus years, Lawrence Williams. Hey, Larry, what's up, buddy? What's up, Fonzie? How you doing, man? I'm good, man. Can't complain. Good, 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 good. Good to hear that. November, brother. Hey, man. Man, it's unbelievable how we, we're getting into the autumn weather, man. Like right now, oh, yeah. we're starting. We're starting with yeah. uh, temperatures in the 50s and the 40s, which is really yeah. autumn. So we got to put on a little bit more layers in order to be oh, hanging yeah, out. Oh, yeah, brother. Oh, yeah. The leaves begin to change, man. It looks so beautiful in Prospect Park. Oh, I bet it does, man. I haven't had a chance to get there, but uh, uh, Central Park is always a beautiful sight. Oh, yeah, when you got Central Park. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. But hey, seemed like we blinked and it was summer a little while ago. Yeah, man. It's unbelievable how fast, uh, you know. After seventy, how fast life seems to be going by. Well, maybe it was going by the it's going by the same speed, just that I guess yeah. I'm a little bit more aware of it. I know, man. That's one of the uh, the downfalls of aging that you become so sensitive to time that it seems to speed up on you. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. All right, <clears throat> good buddy. I got a pretty good show today, man. And we're going to start the show off, as always, with a song that addresses issues of social justice. And uh, here's a song that you probably know and heard from uh, the lady herself, the lady herself, Nina Simone. And uh, I wish I knew how it feels to be free. Sit back and enjoy Nina Simone. You have any lozenges? Keep us apart I'm 
Nina Simone, I wish I knew how it would feel to be free. Uh, written in 1968. She performed that in 1968, folks, as a tribute to Dr. Martin Luther King. And 68 uh, was a hell of a year. You had the Tet Offense in Vietnam. You had major students uprising. Oh, man, what a time. Uh, and that song was so, ti- so timely at that particular time. Larry, you remember when that came out? Yeah, I do. I do. I do remember. And um, man, it's it's so soul touching. Um, you know, just her voice, and and the words, uh, you know, soaring above the sea. Oh man, <laughs> I love the. I mean, I the lyrics it. is it's is just, really you know. Yeah, that's very. Uh, she gets it down. She gets it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, uh, and it was a tribute to uh, Dr. King. Uh, uh, and it was a moving song, and and people in 1968, folks, people clearly identify. At least young people did with that particular song and the words of that song. Uh, Nina Simone. <clears throat> All right. Um, talking about what's going on, man. Uh, guns, guns, and more guns. Gun violence. The week before Halloween, that was a week ago, folks, we saw a number of deadly mass shootings in several U.S. cities that left over 111 uh, people dead and 76 others injured, according to data from the not-for-profit gun violence archives. Between Friday and Sunday, 12 mass shootings took place uh, that was reported And they define mass shootings as at least four people are either injured or killed, excluding the shooter. So a mass shooting includes four people outside of the shooter or more. Wow. We see more mass shootings in this country than anywhere in the world. We don't have more gun violence. Believe it or not, America is fifth in the world of countries with gun violence. The other four countries are in Latin America where all those folks are immigrating from. So when the people coming from San Salvador and Guatemala and other places, they're saying they're escaping violence. Hell yeah. 
There are massive shootings and gun violence that's occurring down there. And uh, that's a good reason why they're immigrating here. Or a major reason why they're immigrating here. But here's the tragedy in this country, man. More guns to people. You got 120 guns to 100 people. For every 100 people, you have 120 guns. We manufacture more guns than cars in this country. Tells you something about this society. Here is the major concern. Gun violence is the leading cause of death for children and young adults. The leading cause of death. When it used to be car accidents. Teenagers, you know, getting in car accidents. Now, with regulations put in place, that's no longer the leading cause. It's gun violence. There seems to be in this society a cultural pathology. Because mass shootings don't happen everywhere around the world. And they definitely don't happen at the frequency in which they're happening here in this particular country. We're 4% of the world population with 35% of the mass shootings. That tells us something. Uh, and uh, it's been described as a cultural pathology. Larry, what do you think about this issue of you know, mass shootings and gun violence? Man, <clears throat> it's, a, it's a horrible situation uh, in this country uh, in terms of, of what's happening. That's the, the statistics on these things is like unbelievable. Oh, yeah. uh, you know the percentages when you look at the percentages and 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 what's happening uh, with Latin America. I didn't realize that Latin America was ahead of us, and I mean the Latin yeah. countries were ahead of us. But I think when I think about it, that sure makes a lot of sense because of the the gang violence that goes exactly on. the gangs the, the drugs and drugs and all. all that stuff. It <laughs> definitely makes a lot more. That definitely makes sense. Uh, my thing is like. <clears throat> What can we do about it? I know that it's there. I mean, we all know that it's there. What do we do about it? Uh, do we legislate? Uh, with the Second Amendment being in effect, it's very hard to legislate. I'm curious as to whether or not, when you said that uh, there are 100 people with 120 guns. Uh, For every 100, 100 people, people, there's 120, 120 guns. guns. Do they possess those guns or is it available to them? I think it's a combination of both. Okay, okay. So, so it's, it's, it's that question of how many guns are available in, the, in, in society. You know, uh, an example, and these are different cultures and different histories, but Scotland and England a few years ago had a mass shooting, and they legislated and banned guns. And they haven't had any more mass shooting. Uh... This culture, as a this country, has a, a different cultural history, a different history with guns, but we need to to make some legislative moves. First of all, we have to ban assault weapons. There's no no need for somebody own a, 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 a M14 or M16 or AR16, whatever the hell them guns are. Yeah, yeah, that, that, I, I'm just, I mean, that's, that's just to kill 
You know, it's it's not even to kill the animals. It's kill, no, those are weapons of war. Well, what, those are weapons of war, and that, that's to kill people. So, do you? If somebody's intruding your house, do you need a, a need like twenty bullets yeah. in order to get rid of that person? Yeah. No, you don't. Right. You know, so, so that would be the first thing that I would think that should be on they the agenda. Need to do that, and then they need to set federal. And they got to get away from this stuff of, of each individual state setting their own thing. Look at Maine. Maine, there is no restrictions on getting a gun. Anybody can walk in any gun store, no requirements, and walk out with a gun. Now, you saw the last shooting, mass shooting was in Maine. You don't need to prove nothing, say nothing, show nothing. Just walk in without yeah, any identification. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, so me as a New Yorker can just walk into yeah, a gun shop yeah, and, yeah. and just get a gun. Yeah, you can come straight out of the mental hospital and go over there and buy a gun, yes. And that guy who did the mass shooting was recently released from a mental hospital. Wow. So we need a federal legislation. Forget the state crap that sets the criteria on age, background checks, uh, and a few others. And, and, and that won't stop at 100%, but that, with elimination of the assault weapons, which should have an impact. I think, yeah, the, with the elimination of assault weapons, <clears throat> that would definitely impact. Uh, because, you know, if the guy has to shoot one shot at a time... <laughs> He's not. He's by the time he gets ready to, to reload, somebody might be on top of him. So he's not apt to try to do the stuff that's been happening lately. Yeah, yeah. It's you know this this gun. They they they're going on legislation that was done in 1776, uh, where people were the right to have a gun because they were concerned about the British coming back. Yeah. So there, there was the whole idea to get the militia and unless yeah, it's necessary. So outdated, uh, man. Yeah. It's insane. Well, folks, you know, unless Congress do anything, and I don't think Congress is going to do anything. Congress is 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 still made. Look at the House of Representatives and the Republicans. They barely connect a speaker, more or less, pass any major legislation. So don't expect too much from this next year and a half. As long as the Republicans have the House, it's going to be a big joke. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. They they, they definitely yeah. don't have it together. Yeah. And um, this guy who became Speaker Johnson of the House, man, he was a big Trump representative. He represented Trump in the election, investigating the election as a fraud. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So this is good. this is going to be, you know, it's not going to go nowhere. I'm just I'm just I'm just curious how he he will be as a speaker. Well, it, lousy. Yeah. That that part is I think you're probably right about that. But when somebody uh, is an election denier and he is representing the House, man, that's trouble. That is trouble. It's going to be chaos. It's going to be chaos. That is trouble. You know, the, really the thing of it is he's going to get more chaos from the Republicans than he will from the Democrats. Democrats can just sit back because his party's not united behind him. So, you know, he's going to try and put out some extreme legislations in the moderates and 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 the liberals of the Republican Party is going to fight against it. Well, folks, 
that's the way we do things in this country, and it's a little backwards. It's not the best system, and I've been saying that for a long time. And, you know, uh, folks try to convince people that the American political system is the best political system, and it's not. It's a system that's built on non, non-action. It's a system that's built on not getting things done, you know, uh, I I like the system used in England much better. So whoever wins, wins both houses. And you can judge what they do. If you don't like them, you vote them all out and the other party comes in. You know, and I'm, they don't spend two, four years arguing over something. They have, They stand for something, put it in place, and if the people don't like it, they vote them out. Oh yeah, like Brexit and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but they have a parliamentary form of government, I think, right? Yeah, yeah. But but uh, okay, man. Let's uh, let's get moving, man. Today's show is going to be really good, folks. It's about two individuals, two individual performers, each with their own unique style. They didn't copy anyone, and uh, that's uh, Nina Simone. And Keith Jarrett, Nina Simone and Keith Jarrett, and we played a song by Nina already as our social justice song, but we're going to continue uh, with some Nina to start things off, and then we'll go to Keith Jarrett, and we're going to talk about some of Nina's self-love songs, songs that uh, uh, when 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 you hear it, you understand what she was talking about. And this first one is called Feeling Good, Feeling Good. And that's a, uh, it's really about black women finding and expressing their truths. Encouraging, empowering expression of black culture and beauty. Because if you know Nina Simone, man, in the 60s, she was all about singing about black folks. You know, feeling good. Sit back and enjoy Birds flying high, you know how I feel. Sun in the sky, you know how I feel. Breeze drifting on by, you know how I feel. It's a new dawn, it's a new day. It's a new life for me, yeah. It's a new dawn, it's a new day new life for me and I'm feeling good fish in the sea you know how I feel river running free you know how I feel blossom It's a new day, it's a new life for me, and I'm feeling good. Dragonfly out in the sun, you know what I mean, don't you know? Butterflies all having fun, you know what I mean? 
in peace when day is done that's what i mean and this old world is a new world in a bold world Powerful, Nina Simone, Nina Simone. Wow, feeling good. You know, you got to put that 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 song into a historical context because it came out in the in the '60s, man. And in the '60s, there was that transition period. You know, uh, black people. You know, we we were we were Negroes uh, or colored. And in the 60s, we became, slowly became black with the rise of black consciousness. And, and that was a slow process before we called ourselves black. Because, you know, many of us, when we grew up, black was so derogatory and so negative. It was a, a word that you call somebody in a very negative way in use, usage. Uh, but that process of changing and that whole you know, conscious movement that just sort of evolved with the Afros, the Dashikis, and and, and self-pride that wasn't there uh, in the generations, not to the extent that it was in the 60s, prior prior to the 60s. Uh, and this song is talking about women expressing and finding the beauty in their blackness. And when, when you listen to words in that context, it becomes even more powerful. Larry? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, I, I, The words are just, they just take you, like, the way that she describes things and the way that, you know, yeah. it's just a feeling. It's just like, yeah, you can see, like, how she's observing life, yeah. you know, to the, the minutia, you know, to the very smallest part, a blossom, you know. know right? Oh, man, that is so powerful, man. Yeah, That's a yeah. powerful she, image. She was a poet. She yeah, was a poet. yeah, yeah, that is so powerful. Oh, I really love what poetry. I, yeah, I really dug it. Like you said, she's she uh, she's from the uh, '60s. She did a lot of stuff in the '60s. I remember, like when I was in Hunter, uh, she uh, she did a concert there one time, and, and man, it was it was something else. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nina else. performed a lot of colleges. Yeah, in the '60s, man, and uh, and she sang about this self love, man. You know, that was part of part of her repertoire. And another song that she sung about when she talked about self-love and uh, black culture and black consciousness was this song in which it was a celebration of life. It could have had some other meanings, but most people think of it as a celebration of life. And that's, ain't got no, I got life. Nina Simone. (laughs) 
Oh, yeah. Ain't got no home. Ain't got no shoes. Ain't got no money. Ain't got no class. Ain't got no skirts. Ain't got no sweaters. Ain't got no perfume. Ain't got no love. Ain't got no faith. I ain't got no culture, ain't got no mother, ain't got no father, ain't got no brother, ain't got no children, ain't got no aunts, ain't got no uncles, ain't got no love, ain't got no mind. I ain't got no country. So you think you know what's So Wakes. a powerful song, man, a powerful song, a celebration of life and its values. 
Man, Larry, how'd you like that? Oh man, that was great. I I, I just noticed like uh, in the three songs we played so far that that the word freedom comes in each one of those songs. That, yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, she was she was very uh, uh, up on 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 being free and, and what it's it, it took. Brother. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And wanting to be free. So uh, uh, she she stressed that, and, and in this song it was like wow. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. Those so those, those are two songs, man, on self love, feeling good, and uh, I got life, ain't got no, I got life, man. Yeah. Two powerful yeah, songs. Yeah. It is very Nina. powerful. Yeah. Nina Simone, folks, we're doing Nina Simone and Keith Jarrett. Uh, and we just did uh, two songs by Nina, and uh, now it's time to switch to Keith, Jared. And uh, mm-hmm. these are two individualistic artists who copy no one, who created their own unique style and expression. You know, most people know got introduced to Keith Jarrett when he was 19. He played with Charles Lloyd on Forest Flower. But uh, as an individual artist, he's a piano player. He's brilliant, absolutely brilliant. And he becomes so self-absorbed in his performances. Here's a piece called God Bless the Child. And uh, he does it his way, and none do it any better.
Wow. Wow. Keith Jarrett. Keith Jarrett. God bless the child that has his own. With Keith Jarrett on piano, Gary Peacock on <clears throat> bass, and Jack Dejonette on drums. Man, what a powerful arrangement. Larry? Yeah. Oh, man, that was beautiful, man. Um <clears throat> And uh, to actually see the video, you see how animated uh, uh, Keith is. I didn't realize he was that animated when he when he played. Uh, so you know that when the, uh, a piano player is that animated, they are really into that particular. He does piece. it on every song. Yeah, and I am. I'm, I'm, if man, you watch any of his videos, you yeah. see that he he is into <laughs> into it. It was it was just it was just powerful, just so powerful. And he did the, the arrangement was uh, he took you away a little bit from the original piece and then he brought you back, you know, and and it's all in there. It's all in there. It's yeah, he has a unique style in, in terms of playing the piano and the arrangement. Uh, that's he, he he did a very creative piece with this song. God it, bless the child. Yeah, he did. He did. And Jack Dejanet was, oh, my God, that was, you know what I thought about? I thought about your brother playing drums, Johnny playing drums. And I said, Johnny used to hit the licks just like that. He used to be really quick with with, with his hands. Mm. Yeah, Keith Jarrett, man. Yeah. Keith Jarrett is a, he's a monster. Unfortunately, uh, both Gary Peacock, the blaze player, and Jack Dejanet, the drummer, has passed on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that's um, our first piece by piece, uh, Keith Jarrett, God Bless the Child. So we are featuring Nina Simone and Keith Jarrett. Uh, we played two Nina Simones on Self Love, and now we're going to listen to two other songs by Nina Simone about relationships. And Nina sings about relationships. And this next one, man, there, I don't know how to put this, but this there is none... For some folks, more powerful a song on relationships than this. Put a spell on you. <laughs> Nina Simone. I put a spell on you. Yeah. <laughs> 
That's Nina Simone, Put a Spell on You. You talk about relationships, man. That's a very powerful, powerful song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 I know, I've, I've known some people who uh, put spells on folks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they won't let go. Yep, yep, yeah. yep, yep, yeah. So yeah. yeah, sisters in the world that, uh, that'll do that to you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Here's another song where Nina sings about relationships. You know, the first two songs we did with Nina was on self-love, and these two are on relationships. And this is a, a, a typical Nina Simone song, sung in 1969, To Love Somebody. Beautiful song. So blind 
can't you see what I am?
Nina Simone, To Love Somebody, performed in 1969, and that's the second song on Relationships by Nina Simone. First one is to put a spell on you, and the other this one, one was to love somebody. Man, she knew how to sing about relationships. Oh, she definitely did, man. She's up. <clears throat> and you can see that gospel influence, a church influence in the, in the piano <clears throat> that she just played. Uh, but it's like really deep. Really, she gets so deep. Uh, Nina, Nina was... I don't think young people today realize how popular Nina was in the 60s and 70s because within the African-American community, especially young young African-Americans, Nina, uh, in the 60s and 70s, she was the queen. That, that was, was the for lady. sure. That was, that was, was for sure. Yeah, She was. Everybody had Nina records. Everybody yeah, knew yeah. Nina songs. Yeah, yep. You know? It's like you said, she had that unique voice that you could not, it, it's the, that was distinguishable from anybody yeah. else's voice. She had a style, and the way she was singing and what she was singing about this touch was right for the times. It was a message for the times and a message along with the times. Yeah. Right. Um, Nina. So, folks, we're doing Nina Simone and Keith Jarrett. And uh, here's one of my favorite pieces by Keith Jarrett. It's a piano solo that he'd done in 1984 in Tokyo. Uh, and it's called Over the Rainbow. And he does this with such Keith Jarrett style. <laughs> you gotta, you got to love it. Keith Jarrett, Over the Rainbow.
Keith Jarrett, recorded in Tokyo in 1984, Over the Rainbow, man, it's just memorizing. It's a beautiful rendition, Larry. Yeah, yeah, I loved it. It was like, uh, it just tickled the the piano keys. Uh, He's he's really, really a great pianist. He has his individual, yeah, his individual style. The, both of these artists who we are highlighting today, Keith Jarrett and Nina, are unique in their presentation. They don't copy anyone. Uh, they have their own interpretation, their own presentation. And Keith Jarrett, man, whoa, he uh, he's true to himself. Uh, we have to, if we're talking about Nina Simone, man, we got to play some of her protest songs because she knew how to protest. <laughs> and uh, here's one, folks, of Nina's famous protest songs called The Backlash Blues. <laughs> said last night if you don't get loose now you better forget it cause you ain't got much time none of us do I think the Rolling Stones say we got five years when my daughter tries to find a little job to earn a little cash all you got to offer her is your stupid same stupid 
Yeah, that's Nina Simone, man. The new map. It's the backlash. Yeah. <laughs> protest song, man. Yeah. That was a, a very popular protest song. That must have been just before she went to Europe. Uh, yeah, that was, uh, it was originally done earlier, but that was uh, a version recorded in 1976. Okay. Here's another protest song by Nina Simone, man, done in 1965, man. And, this talks about the stereotypes of black women for women. Mm-hmm. 
one, each one with a different color, each one with a different grade of hair, and one of the women's hair is like mine. Each one with a different background. Four women. father was rich and white he forced my mama late one night what do they call me my name is Sophronia
Nina Simone, Four Women, in, uh, uh, recorded in 1965. That's the, one of the original versions when she first sang it and was this was sung in Europe. You yeah. Know, uh, and she uh, took on the personality and style of each of the women. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was, I, I mean, that must have been a, something to see. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, she, you know, sort of changed it up for the uh, album. But, uh, yeah, that's Nina. That's a protest song, brother. Wow. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. Uh, Larry, man, it's good having you here, brother. Good being here, bro. Yeah. You know, uh, folks, we've been playing Nina Simone and Keith Jarrett, two individual stylists, listening to Nina's songs on on self-love, relationships, and protests, listening to Keith Jarrett and his originality on uh, Over the Rainbow and God Bless the Child. And we're going to go out on a uh, Keith Jarrett piece called Georgia On My Mind. Larry, man, until the next time, brother. All right, all right. And I'd like to thank everyone out there for uh, listening. And uh, hopefully we will... Uh, you would be with us next time, folks. So until the next time, this is Keith Jarrett, Georgia On My Mind. But until the next time, peace and love. <laughs>